in conversation with Shafiq Morden. In conversation with this, uh, where it's happening right now, 91.3, and of course, uh, 0829-913-913 on the WhatsApp uh, page. Of course, you can also uh, get our app, go to the Google Store and get uh, the latest VOC app, and you can listen to us wherever you go uh, on your uh, Android app. That certainly is uh, technology for you. But uh, talking about human rights technology, the SABDS coalition has welcomed the report released by Human Rights Watch, which demonstrates that Israel is carrying out apartheid through detailing specific actions that constitute persecution of minorities and apartheid, crimes considered amongst the most odious in the uh, books of international law. We now chat to SABDS coalition member William Shorkey. Uh, William Shorkey, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. This, of course, uh, report of the Human Rights Watch, and I know Beth Selem as well had quite a lot to do with it. That's a, a, a human rights uh, group within um, the occupied territories, that this is basically confirming what everybody's known for some time. So what is the significance right now of Human Rights Watch releasing this report? So I think the significance is that Human Rights Watch is probably the world's leading human rights group. It's also headquartered in the United States. So I think its location in America, seeing that America is one of the biggest supporters of Israeli apartheid, uh, is significant. And as you mentioned just now, it comes on the heels of B'Tselem, which is a human rights group based in Israel, also confirming that the occupation constitutes apartheid. So I think despite the fact that this is really just confirming what everyone has known for some time, the fact that it's the international consensus is building across leading human rights organizations, I think marks a qualitative shift, and hopefully it's one that can precipitate serious political action from the international community. Do you think this one is ratcheting up the pressure? Um, I mean, as you've so correctly said, Human Rights Watch is not a Mickey Mouse outfit. Um, they're all around the world, and they have a considerable reputation that this, is, this will definitely ratchet up the pressure on the Israeli um, uh, is administration. Yes, absolutely. And I think, crucially, hopefully the pressure is ratcheted up to the international community because much like we know from our own experience, the only way the Israeli government is going to shift direction is if the pressure from other states becomes insurmountable. And one state in particular, which I think has to also lead the way in that effort, is the United States. And it coincides at a time when seeing that the Biden administration has just begun and its policy on Israel and the occupied territories is still unclear, I think this is going to provide an important consideration for President Biden's administration as far as 
how they strategize their foreign policy in Israel and the occupied territories. And hopefully it's to move in the direction of them too condemning Israeli apartheid and renewing their commitment to finding a just peace, but one that primarily empowers the Palestinian side rather than centering the Israeli one. The timing of this appears to be quite good because there was a little bit of air of pessimism about the Biden administration becoming yet another lapdog to APAC, um, uh, to ADL and all the other various uh, powerful lobbying groups within the U.S. that try and ensure that uh, Israeli policy is the one that is supreme. Do you see a a bit of shifting of the sands, not only just this report, but the fact that uh, Biden is from the Obama administration, which had a particularly toxic relationship with a certain Benyama Netanyahu? So one can only hope at this stage, and it's very difficult to say whether or not this will happen. I think a lot of people are trying to gauge what the murmurs and mutters are in Washington. But I think I'm going to be cautiously optimistic that we will see a shift intact. I mean, I think that's probably one of the reasons why Biden has remained so tight-lipped on the question for as long as he has, because I think he's still trying to make up his mind. He's trying to gauge the international climate. And I think that this has happened now provides all the more reason for him to seriously factor in changing and moving away from Obama's policy direction. And I think if that happens, then that will be quite a monumental development. And all we can hope for is that this will happen. But, of course, this is not to negate the fact that where we are, especially in South Africa, we have a responsibility to pressure our own government to get their act together, especially when it comes to adopting our accession to the UN Convention on the Suppression and Punishment of the Crime of Apartheid, as well as pressuring it to actually implement boycotts, divestments and sanctions. William Shorkey, a member of the Coordinating Committee of um, the SABDS Coalition, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. In conversation with Shafiq Morden.